0: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
1: Traveling for one of the big conference tourneys in Nashville or Minneapolis this March? Do yourself a favor. Stay at Graduate Hotels. Bridgestone Arena Target Center. Their hotels are close to both tournament venues. So why would you stay anywhere else? I love staying at the Nashville location and I'll be at the Minneapolis location for the big 10 championship. And if you're one of my listeners, you can save 30% off with the promo code Doug. That's Doug, D O U G good at any graduate hotels location up to 30% off. How do you do it? Really simple book today at GraduateHotels.com. Welding instructor, Alex
2: DeClaire knows VR training platforms like forge FX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that
3: they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've,
4: I've lost count.
3: Or, shoot that, shoot that! Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy, and anytime is right to listen to iHeart Radio's iHeart Country Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free.
1: Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, three to six Eastern, twelve to three Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at FoxSportsRadio.com. Or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're
4: listening to Fox Sports Radio.
1: What up? Doug Gottlieb show. Fox Sports Radio. We're broadcasting live from the tirerack.com studios, tirerack.com. We'll help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers, tirerack.com, the way tire buying should be. Uh, Jay Stu learned this yesterday, but uh, you guys didn't because we did it in the in the bonus pod, which uh, we drop right after this show. It's the third hour, it's a live third hour of the of the show. Um, Buyer and Ramos, uh, did you know that I'm a proud owner of a new cat, new no kitten? Yeah, I the, thought didn't I? Did we talk about this on the air? I can't remember if we talked about it on there. I thought I felt like we yeah, the Yeah, I thought pod. this
5: was Thursday, uh, Thursday or Friday thing. John and Mike, can you second that emotion? I can second that emotion. Yeah. We yes. did. We
1: talked about it on the but air. but that doesn't mean that you can't. Is there a new wrinkle in it? Uh, we have a name. Oh, there you go. Okay, Lucifer. Oh no! Now, now it's funny because I'm like, uh, that sounds like an evil cat. Right? But there's actually a show called Lucifer. That there is. My daughter Harper loves, and yeah, and that's that's her. Currently, that's her. Mm. I actually stayed up and watched two episodes of it. We, well, I watched the episode, and the other episode I watched through my eyelids.
5: We uh, call our cat Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> that's what we named our cat. Mine's <laughs> Mine Chicago PD. Oh, is uh, it really? <laughs> going <laughs> to get two more. Get Chicago Fire, I have, I have, I have Chicago. Law and I have
1: order. I have law and I have order. Like you know, law is just you know very. Well, that's by actually book. a good one though, Doug. Law and order. Law and law and law order. order. That'd be yeah, funny. We got law and order. Yes. Uh, well, of course there's uh, there's uh, what is it? Uh, uh, Walker and Texas Ranger. One right? <laughs> of the same.
6: You guys remember uh, the the '85 Royals that won it all? Little known fact: They had a uh, Rudy Law. And George Orta and uh, oh, okay. they love to point out the law and
1: order, law and order. <laughs> I loved um, what's my guy's name that played on the Royals when they won the went to the World Series say Reagan uh, uh, when they went to the World Series they had recently they, or yeah Kane Kane uh, Lorenzo Kane Lorenzo Kane right a water covers three quarters of the uh, earth Lorenzo Cain covers the, the rest, right? I thought that was, that's, <laughs> that's, a that's an awesome one, right? That's whoever whoever came up with that, like, good one on you. I know that's not a new expression. It's a baseball expression, but it's a really, really good one. Anyway, yeah, so the cat is, uh, you hear a cat, it's because the cat is currently exploring. Just, I, I you know, it's like you, you you start to see, they're like, oh, well, like seeing things through a different lens has got to be kind of amazing. Uh, I want you to see this through a different lens. College football. It hasn't, we, we think of change as like you're going to wake up and suddenly like they're playing without gravity or they're going to add a 12th guy or something like that, right? But the change is pretty obvious over the past couple of years with the proliferation of the transfer portal transfers, right? So the next part is that we're going to continue this transformation of the, the conferences. That'll happen in a year or two years. But there's been a, a pretty big, change in college football. Not just with the NIL, but usually we would maybe get one coach fired before the season ended. And if so, it would usually be the 6th or 7th week of the season. Very occasionally it would be early in the year, and it was some sort of stripe, right? Some sort of um, NCAA issue, something. But we've seen Nebraska... Georgia Tech Wisconsin fire their coaches already. And so th- this is a change. Right? It's a change. And is some of it, hey, we can't we can't get uh, season tickets for next year? Sure. Is some of it, hey, we got to put ourselves in the best possible position to hold on to these players. And if we have a lame duck coach the whole year, they just guys will check out, That you know, the best way to hold on to them is the new energy of an interim head coach who will do everything he can to try and win every game knowing that they're not going to get the job for real. I I can't figure out the, the logic behind it other than once you get to November, you can go out and see other coaches coach and not feel like you're violating any sort of code because you still have a guy on, on uh, under contract on campus. But help me out here. Is it reasonable to think that while we're seeing – Coaches turn over quicker. Buyouts be bigger. I think the next step is you're going to see players get fired early in the year, or get cut or whatever. You already seen them get benched. And we saw SMU. You got four guys are like, Hey, we're not going to play. We're going to put ourselves in the transfer portal. Like whatever, dude, you know, you have a new coach there unless the new coach signed you and you have a longstanding issue leaving four games in the season. Feels like a you deal, not a them deal. You're not made for it. It's not a good fit. Okay. I wouldn't I wouldn't tell everybody I'm not playing, I'm entering the portal. I think that's a, a really bad look. But I feel like the next step is some form of fashion of guys getting cut. And maybe that happened at SMU where they're like, nah, just say you're not going to play, put yourself in the portal. But the truth is they got cut. If, if we're going to get to the professionalization of college football, and we're going to pay these guys. One thing with being a professional is, if it's a job, you can lose that job. What do you think, Byer? Do you think that's the next step we're going to see? Um,
5: yeah, yeah, because I do think that these moves are all player related. Um, of, all right, if you're if if there is a a talent, um, I'm trying to figure out how to how to word this correctly. Okay, like was. Wisconsin for example there's frustrations with how the offense has evolved right but with that you want to recruit a certain type of player um also the players as you talk about moving on maybe the types of players that you have on your current team don't fit uh your plan your moving forward to yeah. what you're saying yeah so so there could be guys and I'm just using them as an example I'm not pointing out specific players at all, but there are guys that Paul Christ played that maybe the next coach wouldn't play. Agreed. And and yeah, so there's there's a point to to moving forward with that. And everything is a quick fix now. Get a bunch of guys in the transfer portal that you still can't, you know, enter until after the season's done, um, I mean, then your 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 whole fortunes can turn around in one offseason. Yes. So I agree with pretty much your your premise of it all
1: okay jay Stu, what do you think i mean these are student
6: athletes right aren't, aren't they valuing the uh, the college experience and the education
1: look you know? i i know i know you're being sarcastic yeah but i'm gonna i'm just honestly gonna tell you like i actually think most guys who are part of it it's not necessarily the education but like m- most people involved aren't it does become about the college experience, right? Like you start to, most guys get there and even the guy, most of the guys that make it, I do think there's a small percentage that every part of their focus is about getting to the NFL, getting to the NFL, getting to the NFL. How do I get, get to the NFL, right? When you look at the sheer numbers, it's really difficult. But I actually think that the college experience is a bigger thing than people who lead you to believe. Um, I actually think, like, here's an example. I think that UCLA will, at first, over the next couple years, they're going to do a lot through the portal, getting L.A. kids that went away to come back or selling, you know, that you're going to get to play in L.A. But once that, the Rose Bowl will be filled when they play in the Big Ten. Won't be filled all with UCLA fans, but will be filled. And I think they can sell that more as the college experience. I think people want to go places that people care, and you want kind of the whole thing. And I know what you're saying is like it, none of that stuff actually matters. With it, I agree, it doesn't matter to most of the guys that end up in the portal. But that's not most of the guys in college football. I I don't think. And, and is that
6: maybe that's that's another point here? Is because I don't know what the breakdown is. I'm sure someone's written about it, but I don't know what the breakdown of people of of players getting paid is. Is it two percent? Is it ten percent? Twenty percent of, of college football players are getting paid. I don't know that. Well, it's a
1: hundred percent of some of these big, big time programs where even the walk ons are making fifty thousand dollars. Those guys are all yeah, all of them. And then when you get to the lower levels, very little. And I think a lot of the guys, a lot of the ones that, a a lot of the different uh, programs, even at the mid high major, at the high major level, guys aren't getting much. Like you go through, and I would, I wonder what guys in the Big Twelve. Those mid-level schools, like, I don't think Oklahoma State's got a bunch of guys getting paid. Um, I don't know about, you know, Kansas probably is going to get some now where guys will do. I what, What's going to happen at Kansas is the way it should be. Whereas you play, you surprise some people and guys like, hey, man, if we'll just have a night for you at this bar and we'll give you a couple thousand bucks, right? Using your name. Like, that's cool. That's the part that I thought could be cool. It's the paying guys when you're signing them as recruits. Like, that's dumb to me that's not really NIL stuff that's just a way to buy recruits. I don't think that happens at most I could be wrong, but based upon the people I've talked to, it doesn't happen nearly as m- much as people think.
5: I also think that the the nature of what we're going through now is going to be uh, th- with the coaches changing, how we're still adapting to the transfer portal, I do think at some point the waves are going to lessen. Because I do think in college sports there is like a majority of these programs still have to build a program. Right, like this is, like, if you if you took Colorado as as the example, Colorado can't turn over every year like USC just did. Right, like I, I mean, there's no like like the way that you're gonna beat USC or uh, maybe Oregon. We'll use Oregon since they're gonna Get be the five same year conference. kids. Yes, exactly. And that's what I also think is going to be interesting is how do you recognize and can you recognize who you are as a school. And and I think that's what's going to like, you know, because I think
1: the very few schools will be able to, to I think, do that. I, I think this is honestly, this is people make fun of Iowa all the time for the length and how much money they've given Kurt Ferentz the contract and and, and Fran McCaffrey as well. Right. And the fans are on these guys, whatever. But I, I do think that Gary Barda, their AD, figured out a long time ago, like, this is who we are. Right this is who we are. And if I give guys a long-term contract, I stand by them. They can do the right things. They don't have to bring in some, you know, kids that that we don't think belong on campus. Do the very very best we can. Some years we're going to compete for the Big 12 Big 10 title. Many years we're just going to be good and competitive. We're going to do it the right way. This is who we are. I don't I I don't I but I think honestly Dan that's a problem with all of us as human beings is that so many of us, even if you said like, this is who you are, you're going to be successful, but this is the lane in which people are like, nah, I'm, I'm better than that. Mm-hmm. That's a very normal yeah. human thing. And I think colleges are much that way as well, where they see programs that have come from nothing to be something. Why can't that be us? Well, there's a lot that goes into it. You need a little bit of luck. You need a little bit of timing. You know, you need the right league. You need the right quarterback. and you guys not get hurt. You know, I mean, th- think about it. we talked to Lance uh, Leipold yesterday and his quarterback, you know, his quarterback gets hurt last year, has a dead arm because of camp. And he plays him some in the regular season. Had he had a liver arm and started as a freshman instead of a redshirt freshman? Who knows if he after a bad year, who knows if he stays at Kansas? He may have had opportunities to go elsewhere. There's lots of things that have to kind of go in your favor in order for it to work. Um, anyway. I just thought that was an interesting discussion. I'm glad you guys participated.
4: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80.
1: Hey, are you traveling to one of the big conference tourneys in Nashville or Minneapolis this March? Well, you should do yourself a favor and do what I do, which is stay at Graduate Hotels. You know, Bridgestone Arena and Target Center, their their hotels are both really close to the tournament venues, and they're obsessed with college sports just like me. Each Graduate Hotel is like a shrine to its hometown and the local college team, but in a good way. Lots of cool details for alumni, vintage sports throwbacks. Remember, you can book today, and here's how you do so. 30% off with the promo code Doug at graduatehotels.com.
7: What up, everyone? It's Lunchbox from the Bobby Bones Show, and I'm here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get you anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you.
1: Doug Gottlieb's show, Fox Sports Radio. Warren Moon in a moment. I love this. Uh, Mike Thomas, head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. He was talking about Von Miller. Von Miller's now in the Buffalo Bills, if you've forgotten. You're like, oh, yeah, that's right. Right? Like, oh. Because Von Miller, of course, for a long time with the Broncos, and last year traded and was kind of a mercenary with the Rams, and now he's with the, uh, with the, with the Buffalo Bills. And, of course, uh, Pittsburgh takes on Buffalo this weekend in western New York at Hi- Highmark Stadium. And Mike Tomlin had this to say about Von Miller.
7: He's Von Miller. You know, um, some guys are aliens visiting from another planet, you know. Um, and that's just the reality of it. Man, in the National Football League, man, you got to respect all these guys, right? They're all freaky. Um, But some guys are even freaky in our setting. And he's just one of those guys. He always has been since he came out of A&M, moving and changing and running like a corner. Um, He needs no endorsement from me. His resume is his resume. Kudos to Vaughn Miller. Tip of the cap to Vaughn Miller.
1: Have you guys noticed how few of uh, 1 o'clock games there are now? Like, they don't balance them out. There are so many. Obviously, Green Bay is there at Tottenham again. Uh, The the Giants are taking on the Packers. But then you have, it seems like, I think we have 10 games at at 10 o'clock West Coast, 1 o'clock East Coast time. Byer, has it always been this this depth of games at that time? Uh, no. It seems like there's more 10 o'clock ones than ever
5: before. Well, yeah, I'm glad you clarified because 1 o'clock uh, for us is the late window. 1 o'clock for the East Coast is the early window. Yeah, there were just three games uh, last week, three games this week. First couple of weeks, we had five games in that uh, window, but it seems like the London game has been taken away from games in that late window. I mean, there were nine games in the early window this past week. And and I know because the mix channel can only have eight, so you got to find the one game that isn't on the eight screen mix channel if you want to have them all up. And uh, so there were nine games in the early window, and yeah, I don't. what you said there are ten this time around? I know there's only three late games in the window uh, this week as well. There's the five, yeah, Eagles six, and Cardinals,
1: eight, nine, 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 Niners and nine. Panthers are the late window, and nine. yeah. So it's. Why do you think that? I, I mean, I have, my own, I have my own thoughts on why. Why do you think that is that, that the league has chosen or the TV companies have chosen to do this? Because I think they want
5: Cowboys Rams to go to a majority of the country. And the more households that game of the week can go in, the better. That's, that's why, I think.
1: Okay. What do you think they're. Um uh jay Stu, what's what's your i i have a i have a hypothesis which goes along with that but i want to what do you think jay Stu?
6: um yeah i don't have a lot of thoughts on that i just wasn't happy with the broadcast crew that did my team this past weekend and i think it has something to do with what you're saying that they they loaded up in some way shape or form and had to use this broadcast crew and it it literally made me want to turn the the volume on mute who is the
1: who is the crew beth moens and who
6: Oh, I won't mention them by name. I'm way, way too classy for that. But uh, yeah, Moens and uh, oh, and okay. <laughs> Hall, Hall of Famer uh, James Lofton, uh, not great.
1: Okay, I feel like I don't know. Do, do they do they do it so that the early window has higher ratings? or like because they they play in regional specific markets that people will watch, and then they're like, look at the numbers here, where it's really. It's 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 really pulling together all the different numbers from the different games. I don't know; it's a weird one, but a lot of early games. This is two weeks in a row. All right, Uh, Warren Moon. In a moment, I want to ask him about Garoppolo, about some of these young quarterbacks. Stu Gottlieb show, Fox Sports Radio. Any first responder will tell you: never try and beat a train after braking. It can take a mile for a train to completely stop. When you come to a rail crossing, stop because trains can't. Paid for by Nitza. Let's welcome in the Hall of Famer Warren Moon, kind of to spend some time with us here in the Doug Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Radio. Um, all right, so Garoppolo week one as a full-time starter against Denver was kind of a mess. Better last night, but also better because you just get the ball to Debo Samuel, he makes plays. W- what are your thoughts on Garoppolo now that he's uh, back as the starting quarterback with the Niners?
8: Well, I'm sure it's a, it's a weird situation for him, it's a weird situation for all of us because we, we haven't really experienced anything like this where a guy is clearly written off as, is not going to be the starter, not going to even be with the football team, and now all of a sudden he is the starter and probably will be for the foreseeable future. But, uh, you know, Jimmy was a little rusty uh, the first game of the season, but uh, he's come on, and, and he does what Jimmy does for the 49ers. He doesn't lose the game for him uh he's not going to win the game for you either. He's going to make enough plays to keep them in the ball game and uh he's going to be efficient in that offense and and they win because they have a dominant defense and you saw that defense, you know, sack uh sack the Rams quarterback 7 times and beat him up uh the rest of the game, Matthew Stafford, and uh they ran the ball well enough to to keep uh, the the offense honest. So that's what they ask him to do in this offense. And as long as he's able to do those things, they'll continue to keep winning. We just don't know how far they will go with that.
1: Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree with you. It, does, it feels like they wouldn't have made that move if they didn't think he had a, had a ceiling. What about Stafford? Um, obviously, he hasn't been protected the way uh, he was protected down the stretch last year. But also, like he's been a little bit erratic. He gets a little rattled when he does get hit. Um, how fixable are Matt Stafford's issues so far early in the season?
8: You know, I think it's more of an offensive line issue that will help Matthew Stafford. You know, Matt's been around for a long time. He took a lot of beatings when he was in Detroit uh, for all those years, but was still productive. And uh, he's starting to experience some of that now again with the Rams for the first time because of all the injuries they have up front. So, uh, I think he is a little skittish right now in the pocket because he's taken a lot of pressure, you know, against uh I think it was 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 it Tampa that they played early? Somebody somebody Buffalo, played Buffalo, early. Buffalo, Buffalo. Buffalo, yeah. They really beat him up pretty good and and uh, so did um so did San Francisco the other night. So They've got to get back to being more solid up front, and uh, they've got to find some other receivers to throw the football to besides Cooper Cup. You know, he's twenty. What did he get? Twenty um, targets the other night and fourteen receptions. You know, they brought in Allen Robinson. They they haven't really gotten him involved that much, and that's kind of what happens when you don't play in the preseason. You know, you you're you're kind of going through the growing pains of of what preseason would be right now. These first few weeks of the season because you just don't have timing with all these new guys. So. Uh, it's unfortunate, but that's where they are right now with all the injuries to the offensive line and then just not a lot of good timing with those guys, with the newer receivers that are in the lineup.
1: Um, Pittsburgh held off as long as they could, I guess, and now they're going to go with Kenny Pickett. Uh, you're, when you first started in the NFL, you had had years of experience because you had to go to Canada and you won Grey cups up there. But if you were to grab Kenny Pickett and put your arm around him and go, "Hey," I'm, from a Hall of Famer's perspective, like, what do you think about when it's your first start uh, with the Pittsburgh Steelers?
8: You just want to make sure you make the offense go. You don't want to do anything to hurt the football team. Uh, if you can make a couple of big plays in there, you, you try to. But the main thing is you want to get in and out of the huddle. You want to give yourself a lot of time on the line of scrimmage if you have to change plays. Uh, you want to make sure you're getting the team out of a bad play if if it's uh, if it's a look that doesn't show good, say, in the running game or whatever. Those are the things you want to try and do, just, just – uh, do the mechanics of the offense and then the other stuff will come later don't try and do too much that first time out because the team is good enough uh, there's enough playmakers on the outside with with their receiving core uh... they have a really good running back in Najee Harris behind them and their defense is, is formidable they're not as they're not as dominant as they were you know with with Watt being out of the lineup, but uh, I think they're good enough. So as long as you don't do anything to screw things up uh, and just get the ball to the right people, I think you have a chance to be successful with Pittsburgh.
1: It's Doug Gottlieb's show on Fox Sports Radio. His email inbox uh, continues to flow even while he's doing the interview. He's the great Warren Moon <laughs> joining us on the Doug <laughs> Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Radio. Um, okay, so Tua's out for a while, right? And the, the independent... Well, we really-
8: don't
1: know how how long we, we we don't but i mean not gonna play this week so that's a while no, not and, this week. right um but look i'm sure and there there was no concussion protocol back when you played it was very very different but this one's this is hard right because on some level guys all want to play like real dudes they all want to be out there i'm just wondering when you watch when you watch him get ragdolled around what do, what do you think of the whole Tua situation
8: well, you, you, there was a protocol, believe it or not, at the last part of my career, but it wasn't anywhere near to where it is right now. Um, and uh, I remember early in my career, it was like, okay, can you count, the, see how many fingers I have up? Can you count my fingers? Okay, one, two, three. Okay, you're okay. You go back in there. So it, it's it's come a long way from that. But um, I, I think if Tua wouldn't have got the second hit on his head in the, in the uh, the second game on Thursday night, we wouldn't even be talking about all this right now because nobody really had a big concern about Tua playing in that next game after what happened on Sunday. Nobody talked about it very much. But then once he got hurt again on Thursday night, now it's why is he playing in this game four days later after he was wobbly on the field. Uh, up until the time that he was playing, he was doing very well out there. He, he was he was having a pretty decent game. So there's no question that the protocol has to be changed. Um, and a lot of it has to be go by what you see as well. If you see a guy staggering around the field, you probably should just take him out right there, right now, no matter what the protocol says, and not let him play anymore. Uh, that, that didn't happen, and, and the poor guy, the... Uh... The concussion specialist, I guess, he got fired over this, but he was only following the protocol. So don't blame the, the messenger, blame the protocol. And they're changing the protocol, which they should. And, again, a lot of it has to go by what is being seen from the press box because they have people that are watching for those things that happen and on the sidelines to see if there are any guys that look like they've been concussed or, or look a little bit uh, wobbly. They should take them out of the game right away.
1: I, again, and I may be way off on this one, so feel free to go. Like, there's no real learning how to fall, but you know, it was two weeks in a row in which he hit his head when he was kind of just thrown down. Now right. he's not a little guy, but he's not big. Um, but he, it, it's it's more like how he fell. I feel like can you can you learn that? Because look, there's been lots of other quarterbacks. You know, I know I'm sure Brady's sustained concussions, but I don't remember him. And he's a bigger dude, but getting thrown to the turf that way. You know, we've seen pocket quarterbacks, their issues usually their knee more than their head, right? Their knees get rolled up on. Carson Palmer got rolled up on twice, right? Kimo Van O'Hoffen famously. There's been other guys as well. But is there a way to learn how to take a sack that he still has to figure out?
8: A, a good way to a better way to fall than, than what he did the other night. He looked like a rag doll when he fell the other night. It looked like he he wasn't able to put his arm down and try and brace the fall or anything like that. But I've had I've had eight um, diagnosed concussions in my life uh, from playing football. My first one happened when I was 11 years old, and it was in Pop Warner football, and we were practicing. Believe it or not and we were practicing back towards the uh the infield of the baseball diamond which was you know the hard dirt and uh cuz we had to split the the park up into all the different teams that we had and right. i got hit and i fell back and hit my head on the back of the um the back of that ground of that hard dirt and i got a concussion from that and then the, i got another one Brad whitson hit me when i was playing against the pittsburgh steelers and he grabbed my legs and i fell backwards after I, after i threw a pass and i slammed my head on that astroturf uh, at their stadium and got a concussion from that. So, yeah, a lot of concussions come not from big hits to the head. It's not always a, a helmet to helmet. It could just be your head slamming against the turf.
1: What's it like when you when you wake up the next day? What's – what do you what do you feel like?
8: What is it like the next day? What is it like the first? Tw- There's still 20 minutes of that game that I don't even remember to this.
1: Seriously, day. like like like, is it? Are you just saying that, or you literally have no memory of it?
8: I have no memory of it. All I remember is sitting on the sideline trying to focus on the uh, the scoreboard. Uh, I, I got really cold. I was just starting to get freezing cold. They were putting. Jackets on top of me, trying to keep me warm. Finally, they walk me off the field. But again, I don't remember a whole lot of uh, what happened right after um, after that hit to the head. And and it's a scary thing, you know. It, and and you got guys out there, and they're going through this all the time. You got linemen going head to head all the time. There's no telling how many concussions or or, or dings they get to the head that uh, never get uh, diagnosed. So, you know, it's a scary game. We all play it. We all love it. And if you asked us all to do it again, we'd probably all do it again. But that, those are the risks you take playing.
1: Um, Aaron Rodgers feels like he's getting a little more comfortable. But they, they've kind of transformed this team, not just in changing the wide receivers, but it's like a, a running team, control the ball, get a lead, play to your defense – and they're not playing great. They're kind of squeaking them out. But, I don't know, to me it feels like that's the way they're going to have to win in January. But it's not a traditional way of using Aaron Rodgers. He's not going to – doesn't feel like he's going to throw for five touchdowns anytime soon. Is 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 what they're doing in Green Bay a mistake?
8: You know what, uh, Doug? I, I really like what this team is doing because they're learning going along the way, but they're winning at the same time. So they're 3-1. These young receivers, I think you can see them getting a little bit better each week. And I think by the mid-season, these kids are going to be playing some really good football because they're talented. They all have speed. They all can run after they catch the football. And they all have really good hands. I think they're just... Right now, they're still thinking a lot and and when you think playing football you you're not going to be able to play as as naturally, and you're just not going to be able to free flow but once that thinking is over with because you got to remember Aaron didn't play any in the preseason as well, so they didn't get any work with him in game situations, so they're kind of going through those growing pains right now, but I think these these receivers are very talented, and they have a couple of uh veteran receivers there as well. I think this is going to be a scary team going down the stretch with the way they can run the ball. And the way their defense is playing, uh, I think Green Bay is going to be formidable by the end of the season.
1: All right, uh, Warren, we we you and I when you we joined, we always love to talk hoops. Uh, who Man, comes out my, of the?
8: It's my favorite season. You know. I that? know. I, have you seen Kawhi? On how much how much
1: strength Kawhi has added? Like, I'm I'm thinking about the Clippers maybe going to the finals. I my I feel I feel crazy. Feel like doing something crazy because the Clippers on paper, and then watching Kawhi work, I, I don't know. I, I may be crazy and think the Clippers are going to come out of the West.
8: The Clippers are a very talented team, and they played well without Kawhi and without Paul George at the end of the season last year, so they're going to be right in the mix. There's no question about it, because th- those guys can lock you down on the on the outside, Paul George and uh, Kawhi on the defensive end of the, of the floor, and then they can also score to go along with those other young kids that have uh, just developed during the time that they didn't play. I know. With Maxie, that, he can really play, so They've got a really, really good team. They're going to give the Golden State everything they want here in the West.
1: Yep. I, I, I like the Clippers, Golden State. I think Denver. We'll see what Jamal Murray looks back. He was back last night for the first time in like over 530 yeah. days or something. Yeah, he had uh, 10
8: points. I don't know how explosive he's going to be coming back that first year because it usually takes you know, that next year is when you really, really get back to who you were. But – I'm sure but he's be been
1: gone years. for almost two years, though. I I I agree with you. Like the first year is usually, but like, does does he does he get credit for last year even though he didn't play?
8: Right? Yeah, yeah I, 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 yeah, I think that's a that's a development uh, year, so he, it's probably a little bit different for him because he didn't play.
1: Yeah, interesting. All it's right, Warren, I appreciate. Be,
8: it's going to be very interesting in the West. I, I'm looking forward to it. All right, we're going right to call here. you
1: week. We're going to call you weekly for your hoop breakdowns. So that's what we're going <laughs> to do, do. Okay, it. Let's do all it. right. Warren, you're the best. I appreciate you.
4: All right. Good talking to you, Doug. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80.
1: Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your basketball stays at graduatehotels.com.
9: Hey, guys, it's Steve Cavino from Cavino & Rich, here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck You buy Toyota Dependability, meaning your truck will hold this value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit BuyAToyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.
2: Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts.
7: Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness.
2: He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact.
1: Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. So today's a Tuesday, right? You got baseball tonight. Um, last couple of regular season baseball games of the year, waiting to see if Aaron Judge can hit number 62. Um, tomorrow, the new Andor gets released. So I like the Wednesday release date, John Ramos. I think they could do Tuesday would help us out even more, but it doesn't <laughs> conflict with football. Hey, midweek, right? We get the midway from us and we get Andor from Disney+. Plus. Here's my problem with Andor, okay? Why does everybody in what will eventually be the Empire... Why do they all have deep British uh, or even Irish accents? What is that about? I think it has a lot to do with the original Star Wars movie, which, if you remember, the Empire people in charge are all British as well because it was done at, in Britain. So I think they're kind of keeping with that same theory of that's, you know. That everybody in, <laughs> in the Empire <laughs> yeah. has a British accent. Okay.
6: And uh, just to add this part, the, uh, the character that the entire show is named after the title character, Andor, he's French, and he has a French accent. So everybody else has British, but he's got French.
1: uh, That is odd. Uh, Diego Luna
6: is French? I didn't know that.
1: Okay. uh, Gary Hopwood's listened to the show for a long time, and he said, whether it's O'Reilly or Tire Rack or whatever sponsor, I'm fairly certain you get perks from those companies. I actually do not. I would like to get some. I need some new tires. Um, I just heard the Bosley read. I want to know, are you going the Joe Buck route? No, I am not. No, I'm not, but there's no, there should be no, um, what's the word I'm looking for? There should be no taboo over dudes getting some sort of a hair replacement, right? There just shouldn't. Like I was thinking about this the other day, right? Like I'm not getting hair replacement surgery. I have no qualms with people who do. Okay. But it's the, like women wear extensions, their eyelashes are not their real eyes, right? They, they do everything they can to make their lips look more plump. Right? And and they wear spanks that day that in your body or they have surgical procedures. So many on TV have surgical procedures to make their bodies look better. Why can't a dude have his own hair readjusted to make it fully grow in? Right?
6: Yeah. I've always thought that people's baldness is, I mean, most personal appearance stuff is this way. But I've never had an issue with the whole baldness thing. I don't hold it against anybody. That That's purely out of your control. And I don't care if you're bald or not bald or anything. I, I, it, for whatever reason, the hairline thing gets a lot of attention from insults. It does.
1: It does. It does. I, I don't understand that one either. Like, do, do you think those people wanted to have a bad hairline? Do
6: you think there's an age where, like, where you shouldn't worry about it at some point?
1: Well, I think if you go bald early or you go gray early, gray early especially, okay. it's actually kind of a cool thing. Like it's weird when you're in your 20s and you got gray hair, but then like you're in your 40s and no one know you don't age a day for anybody. And I think chicks kind of dig this, the the silver, the salt and pepper thing. Maybe not all, maybe not all salt, maybe a little bit more pepper. Um, the same thing with being bald. Like it's got a real, there's some dudes that go bald in college. That's got to really suck. But like once you're bald, you're bald. Like, you know, um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think everybody going bald is different too. Some people go bald in bad ways, and they're like, "Dude, I gotta have hair replacement because I have a bad head, or the way in which I'm going bald is bad, or a bunch of things." I just, I'm, I'm with you though, uh, Jason. I, I, don't. You can't judge somebody for something they can't control, or even how they try and navigate that. Let's get to uh, Let's get to the press. The press. Yeah, that's how life works. Yep. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way Dan's great hair too Buyer doesn't even like Dan's got great hair that kind of pissed me oh, off I got a haircut scheduled for
5: tomorrow as well Dung so buyer. Getting, a, getting a bit of a trim I will say this a question so is Star Wars Star Wars is set in a different universe at this current time correct it's not like 4,000 A.D.
1: No, long, long ago, far... Uh, the, galaxy. the galaxy, far, galaxy, far, far, far away. Far away. Right. Yes, okay, so it's... There's no... There's no. Dist- there's a lot of weird stuff, right? There's things they can do, they're like, wow, that's technologically advanced, and then there's things that you're like, wow, that's technically not, not advanced, that doesn't make any sense. Is that what you're getting at? Well, I mean, if these people have
5: accents, you know, they would have to, you know, originate from somewhere. So right. that was the whole point of... All right. So is this, you know, do they come over from France? You know, have they always been (laughs) French? You know, like for, you know, if it's 4000 AD. French Canadian. They really like the hockey. Or if it's a completely different universe, you know, maybe they left France and then traveled to this universe. Yeah. Is the Milky Way part of the galaxy that you're saying? I don't know. Yeah. 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 Good questions. Uh yes. another good question. Who do you think's going to win the NBA title in 2023? Well, that was posed to the 30 general managers from uh across the NBA by nba.com. Doug, you want to take a stab at who they uh picked to win? Uh Warriors. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks received 43% of the vote, Warriors second with 25%, then the Clippers, then the Celtics. As for their choice, who they think will win the MVP, uh, any guesses? Uh John, Jason, I'll go with as well. why Leonard. Giannis. All right, Giannis, Luka Doncic received 48 percent of the right. vote. Yeah, Giannis and Kumpo received 34 percent of the vote.
1: Most people in the league think
5: Luka's going to be the best player in the league this year. And then this one, finally, which player forces opposing coaches
1: to make the most adjustments? Oh, I'd say Giannis, or is it Steph?
5: It's Steph Curry, 52 yeah. percent. Giannis, you well, we have
1: to guard him as soon as he crosses half court.
5: Yes, Nikola Jokic uh, shared uh, second place, fourteen um, percent. Doug, you didn't like, or you like those gross injuries? Uh, Vikings defender uh, Louis sign? Oh, yeah. Oh. Broke his leg in a bad way. Had surgery to repair that compound fracture today in London. Successful surgery, I like to say, but uh, still overseas because of the severity of the injury. And we still don't know if Jonathan Taylor's going to play for the uh, Colts Thursday night against the Broncos. And Aaron Judge singled and got booed by some fans because he didn't homer. Yankees still up on the Rangers in the ninth. And that's the press.
6: That's the game, huh? Game
1: tough. Hey, get out there and press.
6: That was the
1: press. One of those buttons, right? One of the, one of those buttons. <laughs> All right, uh, coming up on the uh, on the in the bonus pod, you have my bet of the night. You have uh, my my list. My list today is uh, ranking top ten teams in the National Football League, and we're going to describe the day of atonement and talk fasting. That's upcoming next on the bonus hour, the Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Infinity presents
4: a new chapter in luxury. Let's go places.